Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5,000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5,000. Enjoy! Broadcasting to the four corners of the conservative universe, it's the Matlock Show. He loves all things conservative politics, and if there's a microphone nearby, you can bet he'll be the one beating the left over the head with it. And now, a true original, the common sense conservative, here's your host, Matlock. Oh yeah, Monday morning, I'll tell you what, it's amazing yet again, the information that is overflowing from Friday to today. Welcome into the program. Matlock, your host. So glad you're along for the ride as we start off this very busy broadcast week. Um, lots going on in my life. I will be in Miami Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday of this week. There will still be podcast. I will get them pre-recorded for uh, Thursday and Friday when I'm on the road. So do not, do not fear, do not dismay. You're going to get all kinds of the Matlock show. I have to tell you as well today, this Monday morning, I can't let the cat out of the bag, but you're going to want to listen to Friday's podcast. Big, big Big things coming. Big announcement Friday. You're going to want to listen. This is not a tease. This is not a Doc Thompson big announcement. There are things coming Friday you're going to want to listen to. I'm just telling you now. So if you do me a great big favor, share, share, and share. This program is growing at unbelievable leaps and bounds. I'm so humbled and so thankful for all of you who listen, and I'm asking you today, go out and tell one person about the Matlock Show. Go do it. Go tell one person about the Matlock Show. Have them download it. Have them listen to it. They'll never leave again because I'm just lovable, amazing, and when you find me, you just don't know what to do. I'm only kidding. Thank you. But hey, find me over on Twitter, at Real Matlock. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and Parlor at that handle. We're over on uh, Facebook, The Cartel Matt. And we're up at America's Voice News, 12 to 1 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday, America's Voice News. Download the app on your, on your iOS or your Android phone. You can find it on Apple TV, uh, Roku, YouTube, Facebook, and they're up on their Amazon Fire Stick. So go find that, America's Voice News. My show, Lock and Load, is live from 12 to 1 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. And once again, I will be on the road for America's Voice this week. I'll be at the Amp Fest, the Amp 
Fest, AMP. It's down at Trump Doral Hotel in Miami. Um, I'm going to be down there from uh, Wednesday night, I believe, Wednesday night through Saturday. Because it's a it's a convention going on, and uh, <clears throat> excuse me, it's going to have uh, Donald Trump Jr., uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, big big names. I'll be there for America's Voice News covering that live. So make sure you tune in there. All right, let's get after this. I got a new advertiser. I am back with the folks over at Patriot Mobile. Uh, love 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 these guys, and you know. When I was with Mojo, I was with them. There's, there's, you know, once again, I'm not going to sit here and tiptoe in the tulips. You know where I was at. You know what this took. You know where I came from. I, I, I'm not scared of it. I'm not ashamed of it. I wish them the best, but I was connected with the great folks over at Patriot Mobile, and we're back again. Here's what you do. If you want great cell phone service, first of all, you want a great plan at affordable prices, They'll, 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 they'll pay for you to switch over. There's a lot of great things that can happen. You got to head over to patriotmobile.com forward slash Matt. Yeah, me, me forward slash Matt. Patriotmobile.com forward slash Matt. Vote with your dollar. They are a company that takes a little bit of your money and gives it to conservative causes. The NRA, Empowered Texans, just name a couple. You know, they're, they're in the battle with you. If you want your money, your hard-earned money, not to go to the left like the big cellular companies, Verizon, AT&T, Sprint, T-Mobile, head over to patriotmobile.com forward slash Matt. Do it today. They're going to give you all kinds of goodies because you know me. Dead serious. Patriotmobile.com forward slash Matt. Do it now. You're going to get all kinds of goodies. Put your money where your mouth is. All right. Got lots of things. I, there's just too much going on today. There is too much going on today. And like I said, you better be prepared for Friday. Friday is going to be a big, big day on the Matlock Show. That's all I got to say. Um, Trump. Trump comes out this morning. I do the podcast, as you all know. I do the pack. I do the podcast in the morning. Once once I get up, I get up. I do a little show prep. I do my podcast. Get ready for my television show. Do that, and then the podcast drops in the afternoon. Well, it's morning right now. It is what it is. And uh, Trump announces that he's made a deal with Turkey to withdraw troops from Syria. This is brand new news. I mean, it literally hit my computer 10 minutes before I sat down. It's crazy. But this is huge. All of a sudden, everybody's talking. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Trump's taking troops out of Syria. You know, and I want you to think about this for a second. Who should be, who should be the most excited about this? Democrats, right? You know, they don't want these endless wars. They, they, they believe that we're over there fighting for oil. Oil. They believe that we get into these things. You know, the left ought to be doing cartwheels, right? They're probably not. Uh, President Donald Trump announced he would withdraw American forces from Syria, allowing Turkish forces to enter the country. The White House revealed Trump's decision last night, and the president also shared his thoughts on the issue on Twitter this morning. I have not looked at his Twitter yet this morning. Like I said, um, I, I do show prep. I get up. I get ready. I do this show. Let's see what Donald Trump is saying over on Twitter. I'll, I'll head over there right now. Um, he says, let's figure this out here. Um, dot, 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 dot. I have not seen it yet. Okay. Oh, here we go. Here it is. So two hours ago. The president said the United States was supposed to be in Syria for 30 days. That was many years ago. We stayed and got deeper and deeper into battle with no aim in sight. When I arrived in Washington, ISIS was running rampant in the area. 
We quickly defeated 100% of the ISIS caliphate, including capturing thousands of ISIS fighters, mostly from Europe. But Europe did not want them back. They said, you keep them. I said, no. We did you a great favor. And now you want us to hold them in U.S. prisons at tremendous cost? They are yours for trials. They again said no, thinking as usual that the U.S. is always the sucker on NATO, on trade, on everything. God, is he wrong there? I've got some. I've got a story here in the stack we're going to cover today. Rebecca Mansoor talks about how the Democrat Party has no platform and how Trump has an impressive record. And here we go. And once again, Trump's right. U.S. is always the sucker and had been the sucker for many years on trade, on NATO, on everything. The Kurds fought with us, but were paid masses of masses amounts of money and equipment to do so. They have been fighting Turkey for decades. I held off this fight for almost three years, but it's time for us to get out of these ridiculous endless wars, many of them tribal, and bring our soldiers home. We will fight where it is to our benefit and only fight to win. Turkey, Europe, Syria, Iran, Iraq, Russia, and the Kurds will not have to figure the situation out and what they want to do with the captured ISIS fighters in their neighborhood. They all hate ISIS, have been enemies for years. We are 7,000 miles away and will crush ISIS again if they come anywhere near us. See, there you go. Once again, I'm kind of with this. As I sit here and I, I, I listen to what the Trump president says, why should we be in these endless wars? Why should we spill precious American blood if it is not in our best interest? But of course, here come all the neocons. Oh, God, Trump's going to screw up the whole Middle East. ISIS is going to... You know, I want you to think about this for a second. President Obama, what did he do? He allowed all of this to start. I mean... There was no ISIS before President Obama. Now, am I saying he's 100% you know, responsible for all of ISIS? No, I'm not. That, that would be stupid on my part. That would be ignorant, and I'm not ignorant. But a lot of President Obama's policies led us to the caliphate, led us to ISIS, led us to this uprising of evil all around the world. Now, do we agree with President Trump? It's not our war to fight. 7,000 miles away, they want us to take their prisoners? No. They want us to be the sucker? No. They want us to spend the money? They want us to be the world's police officers? I mean, come on. I Once again, like Trump, don't like Trump, hate his guts. The left should be cheering today for this move. They should be cheering. Trump said he would allow Turkey to engage in Syria. Despite the American alliance with the Kurds in the region, in return, he said, Turkey would take all of the captured Islamic State terrorists. You saw those, you saw the tweets. We don't want the terrorists. What are we going to do with them? We're going to spend American dollars to imprison them? What are we going to do with them? What, you know, I'm going I'm to ask these questions. What do we do? Seriously. We go over to Syria. Do we, do we stay there forever? We went to Afghanistan. Do we stay there forever? We went into Iraq. Do we stay there forever? I mean, you know, should we be nation builders? It's what we've always been, right? We, we go to these foreign countries. We try for the greater good, and I believe that's the case, that we try for the greater good 
to bring peace and prosperity, but you can never duplicate America. You know why you can't duplicate America? Religion. <laughs> you may call me crazy, but the United States was found on Judeo-Christian principles. Those don't exist anywhere in these places we see. They're all Middle Eastern countries. They all have these crazy religions. They all fight. They're all tribal. They're, they're not like America. They don't have the same rights. So when we go to these foreign countries and we try to institute <clears throat> excuse me, the values and, and the principles we have, you can't. You know, that's what's America. You know, what's so amazing about America, about the United States, is how we were founded, what we were founded on, the principles, how it's held us together, how we become the number one superpower in the world in less than 250 years. I mean, I want you to think about it. And then we try to do it in all these foreign lands. We try to do it in these Middle Eastern countries who are religious fanatics, and it never works. Should we waste valuable time? blood resources on stuff that may or not work may or may not work what here's the thing once again if syria gets overrun what's our strategic mission there what 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 do we need you know now there's a conspiracy theory floating around and i'm not going to go into it today because it would take a lot longer to get into and i haven't really i haven't studied as far as i want to but it's on top of my head here uh gaddafi gaddafi over in syria some believe we're taken out by America. Some believe the reason Gaddafi, who was the leader over there, was taken out was because he was trying to go back to a gold standard for currency. You can look it up. I may get into it one of these one of these podcasts. But we're in Syria, I think, for nefarious reasons. And we've been in Syria for quite some time. And now I want to know, I mean, I've spent a lot of time on this. I spent a lot more time on this than I thought I would, but it's breaking news. You got to talk about it. You know, is this something that you're okay with President Trump doing? I'll tell you, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Turkey's right there in the region. You may or may not like Turkey. They're an ally of ours. They're probably not a great ally like Saudi Arabia or anybody. They're no Israel. But in the end, what do you do? What do you do? Do we continue to leave precious resources of Americans over there? Or we say, you know what? We, we did what we did. We're either going to obliterate you and win and be done and stop this madness, or we're going to be done and get out of there. What do you think? At Real Matt Locke on Twitter, Instagram, and Parlor, The Cartel Matt on Facebook. Hey, share all those if you would. Share the show. Make sure you're sharing. Make sure people know. But what would you do? You know, what would you do? Because it says Turkey will not be responsible for all ISIS fighters in the area captured over the past two years in the wake of the defeat of the territorial caliphate by the United States, the White House said in a statement. Trump's decision will likely earn criticism from Americans who believe the Kurds deserve protection from Turkey as a result of their efforts to fight the Islamic State. But Trump, once again, reemphasizes American first foreign policy priorities. We will fight where it is to our benefit and will only fight to win. So is he screwing over the Kurds? I mean, I can see that angle. The Kurds have been fighting with us. They're, they're an ally in the area. We've relied on their expertise. Is Should Trump do something different? At Real Matlock on Twitter, I want to hear it. I don't know. I don't have all the answers. That you know, I'm, I'm sure the president doesn't either. You know, it's okay in life to say, 
you don't know everything. It's okay in life to say you don't have all the answers. It's okay in life to say, you know what? Based on the best information I've been given, I'm going to take this path. Is it the right path? None of us know. We don't know today if, it, if this is the right path. We don't know if this is the right thing for President Trump to do. We don't know if it's the absolute most disastrous thing that President Trump can do. We don't. Now, time will tell. And I will follow this as it continues down the path that it'll continue down. But no one knows. We will never know. Time always tells you what you will and will not know. You know what, though? We are running out of time. I'll tell you about time. We're running out of time. A flip-flop season. It's cool down here in Texas today. About 58 degrees last night, which is, that's unusual. It has been staying around, I don't know, 70, 75 at night. But we're finally getting into fall. We're finally getting out of the 90-degree weather that we've been having down here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. But it is still flip-flop weather down here. Head to combatflipflops.com, combatflipflops.com, bad for running, worse for fighting, and get you some great flip-flops or some merchandise or some jewelry because what happens is you help educate an Afghanistan woman. The guys over at Combat Flip Flops, they believe that education will help get rid of endless wars since we're sitting here talking about Turkey and Syria and all that stuff. But a little bit of that money you spend on the great product over at Combat Flip Flops goes to help educate Afghanistan women because Griffin Lee over there, great guys, CombatFlipFlops.com, believe that education will help get will, will help curb war. Now you can use lock two five L O C K E lock two five L O C K E on anything on the website over the combatflipflops.com and say twenty five percent today. What are you waiting on? Get some flip flops, get get your merchandise, get your shirts, get your jewelry, combatflipflops.com. Use lock two five. Do it now. All right. Um Curtis Ellis. I, I I've interviewed Curtis Ellis a couple times on this program and on the cartel. Um, came out with an article yesterday, Sunday, and the headline, which I think is amazing, because we're going to get into a bunch of stuff here in the next, oh, I don't know, 40 minutes, but uh, we've got another whistleblower. We've got a second whistleblower coming out against Trump and this whole transcript in Ukraine. We'll get into that because they just do not want you knowing what's going on with the Bidens. But Curtis Ellis wrote an article yesterday. He says, headline, Nancy Pelosi hopes that the public forgets these facts as she rewrites history with an impeachment inquiry. Now, I want you to think about that because what did Trump do on Friday? I talked about it. Trump came out and said, you know what? Impeach me. Take a vote. I dare you. I mean, literally, that's what he said. I mean, he literally, eh, I can't say that. I'm going to be nice this morning. But, you know, he called their bluff. And it's all it is. All it is is a bluff. This whole impeachment inquiry, this whole deal is nothing but this this witch hunt continued. The Russian investigation of collusion with Mueller didn't work. They can't figure out any way to get President Trump out of the office. I was this this weekend, I was on social media. Uh, Chad Prather at watch uh, watchchad.com. He posted something on Facebook about the left, how they were going to impeach Mike Pence, ask Trump to step down, and then they were going to place Nancy Pelosi in as president. I mean, this was on MSLSD. You can't make this stuff up. They, they want Trump gone. But what they want to do is they want to rewrite history. They, they, they think you're stupid. 
They think you don't pay attention. They think you don't listen to the Matt Locke show, which you do. And you're very smart for it, right? But a full House vote on impeachment proceedings is consistent with the spirit of the Constitution. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, she doesn't want that to happen. She doesn't, she doesn't want to vote. There are Democrats she has to protect. Now, they keep saying, I was watching the news this morning, and of course, they had some Democrat on. And they're like, why don't you take a full House vote? You're saying you got the votes. Why wouldn't you take it? Oh, well, uh, our democracy, uh, it's a republic, moron. Our democracy, uh, well, we just want the truth. Well, if you want the truth, and you have the truth, why aren't you taking a vote? Put your money where your mouth is, because... I've got a great article I'm going to go through next. It's 11 pages printed. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it talks about the, uh, the, the record of accomplishments that President Trump has that the Democrats don't. Because when you really look at all of this, when you really boil this down to the very essence of what is going on, the, Democ- the Democrats can't run on anything. They have no accomplishments. And Trump has been blowing it out of the water. With deeds, with actual, actionable details, product, things. I mean, you can actually go back and look at it and say, okay, yep, this is what he did. Yep, this is what he did. What have the Democrats done? Well, nothing. So it's no wonder that the left doesn't want to vote on impeachment. For one, I don't think they have the vote. I mean, they sit there and they tell us they have the vote. I don't think they do. I think for two... They're whipping that vote right now. They're trying hard because they, this whole thing is a sham. It's an absolute sham. And I'm going to talk about this probably in the final part of the show. There's a second whistleblower and who gives a, who, who cares? We have the transcript. We have the actual conversation of the president transcribed by four intelligence agents. So now we're going to take the story of two whistleblowers who may or may not have first or secondhand information over the actual firsthand information. What world do we live in? I'm going to get into that in in the final part of the show today. But uh, I want to talk to you about this. The impeachment fever gripping official Washington and cable newsrooms is not just about removing the president because they hate him. It's about deflecting and discrediting the Justice Department's investigation into the shadowy origins of the failed Russian collusion ghost story. Democrat Democrats want us to forget Attorney General William Barr told everyone he would investigate the source of the allegations that launched the Mueller probe and haunted the nation for three years. Remember that? They want us to forget that Democrats paid a British spy to dig up dirt on then-candidate Donald J. Trump. They want us to forget also that the Democrats asked Ukrainians to dig up dirt on then-candidate Donald Trump. They want us to forget a shady Maltese professor set up a meeting with a Trump campaign aide, Mifsud. They want us to forget an Australian diplomat conveniently happened to run into that campaign aide in a London bar, then tipped off the FBI about the aide's previous meeting with the professor, Mifsud. They want us to forget top officials in the FBI, CIA, and the Justice Department never alerted the Trump campaign to potential threats from any Russian agents. They want us to forget these same officials launched a counterintelligence investigation of the president, hid it from him, and discussed secretly taping their conversations with him. 
Rosenstein. They want us to forget Barr said he would get to the bottom of all this and follow the facts wherever they led. And they want us to forget that Democrat senators asked Ukraine to help investigate President Trump or risk losing USAID. The letter from one Chris Coons. Having forgotten all of this, the Democrats now feign outrage that Trump is asking leaders of Ukraine, Australia, and others to assist our investigators, which were already investigating. Having forgot all of this, the Democrats and their dutiful stenographers in the corrupt media feign outrage that Barr is traveling abroad to collect facts as he said he would. Huh. They want us to forget that since his first days in office, the president's private conversations with foreign leaders have been leaked to the press, an extraordinary breach of security. I mean, I want you to think about that. It seems every conversation that President Trump has with anybody in the foreign leader's side of the world has been leaked to the press. Do you ever remember conversations of one Barack Hussein Obama being leaked to the press of foreign leaders? Hell no, because it didn't happen. It did not happen. And having forgotten all of that, the Democrats pretend to be outraged. The president would secure records of his conversations with foreign leaders on a restricted access computer because the White House leaks like a sieve. They call it a cover-up though the transcript of the conversation in question has been made public. So is it a cover-up? Can it be a cover-up? They want us to forget the White House, the Justice Department, the State Department, and virtually every other agency, branch, and bureau in this administration has been riddled with leakers, snitches, and spies. And they get their panties all in a wad when Trump comes out and says, we got spies. Oh my God. President Trump said a spy. Oh, oh, oh. And what they really mean is crap. He's on to us. Now what do we do? Then they claim they don't know why the attorney general would keep a close hold on his sensitive investigation and say it must be for some nefarious reason. Well, yeah, because you guys can't shut your mouths, your pie holes, you leak. Like a sieve. Of course he's not going to tell you. When you can't trust anybody, what do you do? You tell no one. <laughs> oh, the Democrats would not even attempt to per perpetuate such historical revisionism were it not for a compliant media that has ignored, covered up, and dismissed all of the ridiculousness about all of the stuff they're doing to obstruct and undermine this president. I mean, you don't hear anything about that. Look at all the moves they're making. Look, in, look at Adam Schiff for brains. Look at Pelosi. Look at Feinstein talking with Iran. John Kerry talking with Iran. Working with these foreign governments trying to undermine a duly elected president of the United States. And how we haven't even gotten to, to one Hillary Clinton yet. I may get to something in the pile here. It'll probably be tomorrow. You know how Mondays go. Too much information comes out over the weekend. It just does. Now... To finish this up, the Democrats hope to recast the attorney general's investigation into the 2016 election. They, they want to mislead you. They want to say that it's nothing. That, you know, it, it, it has no basis. In fact, it's already been investigated by their stooges. 
And of course, all parties have been found innocent. See, that's what they'll tell you. Well, why are we digging this up? Why is Trump digging this old, this old investigation up? We already investigated. We found nothing. Did you look? See, we're, we're, we're over the target. We're taking a lot of flack these days, and you can tell. So they're all saying, this is, this is ridiculous. To accomplish this sleight of hand, a cabal of partisans, including the less than credible chair of the House Intelligence Committee, Adam Schiff for brains, carefully crafted a document alleging wrongdoing by the president and cloaked the accuser in amenity, the whistleblower. This is all contrived, my friends. Adam Schiff for brains, this whistleblower not having first-hand knowledge. See, they didn't think that Trump was going to release a transcript of his call with the Ukrainian president. Then he did. Now they're screwed. So what are they doing? I think it's amazing. Going to get to this here in a little bit. I think it's amazing what's going on here. Then to cement their cement their sword narrative in the public mind before the facts were known, they leaked an embellished version of the allegations to their collaborators in the media. When the transcript of the phone call was released, the original accusation of a promise to a foreign leader evaporated. When the facts of Attorney General's investigation into illegal foreign interference in the 2016 election comes out, the rest of the latest impeachment farce will evaporate as well, which it will. It, it absolutely will. Oh, crap. I didn't turn my phone off. Look at that. My goodness. Who who needs fired now? I, that's, that's my bad. All right. So we've got all that. And I'm telling you, I'm an actionable kind of guy. And before I do that, head over to thematlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E, thematlockshow.com. I've got a link over there. It's called Verb Forever. CBD oil, got the creams, got the CBD oil, got it for the pet. It's amazing. Got some other stuff coming out, but you got to head over there. Click on that link because that's my link. Check out that CBD oil. Good for aches and pains. Good for anxiety, sleep, headaches. Good for inflammation of your muscles, your joints. Some instant relief on that cream been hearing great things about that it works real well the cbd oil for our dog samson works fantastic he's doing a whole lot better now he's getting older it's not a miracle it's not working miracles but it's giving him a better quality of life he's less anxious i think he's probably in less pain head over to there the matlockshow.com l-o-c-k-e click on that verb forever link and get you some cbd today if you use verve v-e-r-v-e five zero for your first time buyer First-time flyer, you get 50% off your initial order. If you're a frequent flyer, use Verve 20. V-E-R-V-E 20 will get you 20% off today. Do it now. Verve Forever. I'm a proud ambassador of the Verve Forever team. Verve 20, Verve 50, get over there. Get it now. If you're into CBD oil, if you're looking to do it, do the research. It is fantastic. It's over there on my website. Click that link. Do it now. All right. Rebecca Mansour. She wrote an article over the weekend, and this is a fantastic article. And, and I'm only gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a few pull quotes out of this because it's worth noting. And here's the headline: While Democrats pursue impeachment, which they're not, I mean that's all a sham. But we'll get to that. President Trump builds impressive record of accomplishments. Yeah, he has. Yes, he has. Unable to talk about any actual accomplishments. And fearful of blowback from the voters who didn't elect them to impeach the MFR, Democrats have decided to use endless repetition of certain buzzwords 
to convince Americans that impeachment is necessary. In a conference call Sunday, Democrat caucus chairman Hakeem Jeffries named six words that Democrats will use. Betrayal, abuse of power, national security, as they make the case that Trump abused his office. Sorry about that. I had to grab my phone. Phone is buzzing, going off. Da, 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 da. Okay. There we go. Okay. But uh, yeah, so we got buzzwords now because that's that's the left here. We're going to change the definition of words, right? We need buzzwords. Betrayal, abuse of power, national security, you know, as they make that case that Trump is abusing his power. Now you have to hand it to him. It's not a bad plan. When you don't have a consistent argument the best strategy is to stick to these buzzwords and if you're a democrat you can get away with it because the media will accept your buzzwords at face value boy is that not the she's absolutely right the media will carry their water the media will let them get away with it the media will sit there and be little partners in their crimes because they're just the democrat party and actually, Rush Limbaugh has said this for years now, and, and, and he's not wrong. You, you know, you look at the Democrat Party, who's running the thing? I mean, who's running the Democrat Party? Because at this point, it seems like the media, right? The media said, says, says something, and the Democrats march in, you know, in order. Here we go. They're like hand in hand. It's a propaganda arm of the Democrat Party. And we don't know who's running the Democrat Party. Is it the media? Is the Democrat, is the Democrat Party running the media, or is the media running the Democrat Party? it's a hard question to answer. I don't know. I mean, it, they're, 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 they go hand in hand. And now, you know, you got the witch hunt, which we're not going to talk about here because we know about that. I mean, this is purely a witch hunt. You know, these people hate Trump's guts. They hate it. They don't like him. CIA, that's from the CIA. You know, this Democrat media complex that Andrew Breitbart talked about has assured us that this that these CRA, CRA operatives are non-political. Ignore the fact that the CIA has been gunning for Trump since before his inauguration. On December 10th of 16, the Daily Beast published an article quoting one former intelligence officer who described a real revolt going on within this, the CIA, which at the time was leaking to the media that to delegitimize de uh, de the president. Well, then the president-elect Trump. They hate Trump's guts. They hate him. So you wonder why Trump keeps all this information close to the vest. You wonder why you're not hearing anything out of uh, you know the Attorney General Barr. You can't trust these people. Our intelligence agencies have been politicized by who? Barack Obama. Strzok, Page, Brennan, Clapper, Comey, McCabe, just to name a few. They all hate him. And, and, and the crazy thing is, Trump, his words and his deeds... It's ironically fitting that Democrats are trying to sell impeachment by repeating empty buzzwords. From the moment he announced his campaign in June of 15, Trump was despised, not for anything he actually did, but for the words he used. As Charles, as Charles Hurt explains in his new book, Still Winning, the day Trump descended the golden escalator to announce his candidacy, he shattered the lexicon of lunacy. That's Hurt's term for the empty political jargon devised by our swamp establishment to limit public debate to what they deem acceptable lines of inquiry. Hence, undocumented immigrants is an acceptable term for foreign nationals living in our country illegally. 
Free trade stands for the totally unfree globalist wealth transfer that hollowed out American manufacturing. Religion of peace describes the worldview of terrorists shouting Allah Akbar as they cut off people's heads. Donald Trump alone, among the political class, understood that when you are not allowed to call problems what they are, you're not able to fix them. See how that works? If you cannot describe the problem, if you cannot put a name on the problem, how can you ever fix it? That's what Trump has done. Trump has fixed it. But saying words is one thing. Actually falling through with deeds is another. During the Cold War, an internal KGB report famously described Ronald Reagan as a firm and unbending politician for whom words and deeds are one and the same. That assessment explained why the Soviets feared Reagan so much and why history would prove their fears were well-founded. Reagan defeated the evil empire because his words became deeds, actions. They're not just talking about it. What have we watched up on Capitol Hill? We watch these politicians talk, 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 and get zero done. Why would they want to? If they solved the problem, then there's no need to be any arguing about it like illegal aliens, like infrastructure, like the wall, like sovereignty, like safety. If you solve the problem, there's nothing to argue about. There's nothing to gin up your base with if you're solving problems. See, Trump's a problem solver. They hate it. The globalist elite cabal hate the fact that Trump is solving problems. They hate the fact that he solved a problem here in Syria. It may not be the best solution, but he made it. He said, you know what? We're done. We've been in Syria for too many years. I'm making the call today. Boom, done. Action. Is it the best action? I don't know. People will come out and cry about it. Sure of that. Who knows if it's the best action, but it's an action. Now, the greatest jobs president God ever created came out of Trump's mouth. When he promised to be that, the, all the pundits rolled their eyes. What kind of an idiot? Would say or believe that, here are the facts. You decide. More Americans are now employed than ever recorded before in our history. More than 6 million new jobs have been created since Trump took office. Keep in mind the labor participation rate has risen under Trump. That means Americans who have been sitting on the sidelines out of the job market for years are finally going back to work. Since January 17, 4.2 million more Americans joined the civil labor force and 1.5 million fewer Americans are unemployed. In fact, the unemployment rate has reached a 50-year low under Trump. And when you drill down, the details are even more amazing. African-American and Hispanic unemployment has achieved the lowest rate ever recorded in our nation's history. Women's unemployment re recently reached the lowest rate in 65 years. The unemployment rate for Americans without a high school diploma has also reached the lowest rate ever recorded. Ever recorded. Those are real jobs. Real opportunities for Americans. And thanks to the president's immigration policies, this tight labor market has forced employers to invest in training American workers for the jobs they need to fill. Quote, Americans are not only working, but they're making more money today than they have in the past, said Rick Manning from Americans for Limited Government, noted the household medium income rose to a record $61,372 in 2017 as more Americans are benefiting from wage gains earned. Can you say he's the 
the greatest jazz president God ever created? The numbers back him up. You know, he brags about it, but is it true? Rebuilding our American manufacturing. Trump says our country's going to start building and making things again. He promised that in 2016. What have we seen? Building and making things again. Reviving American manufacturing has been central to Trump's making America great again agenda. As Breitbart's John Carney explained, many economists derided the idea that manufacturing could boom in the U.S., insisting that a combination of automation and globalization meant that factory jobs were gone for good. Some even accused Trump of accept, attempting to con the American people with promises of manufacturing jobs. The, the loudest critic was Mr. Hope and Change himself, no doubt bitter about his own failure to fulfill a 2008 campaign promise to revive American manufacturing. At a town hall event in July 16, then-President Barack Obama threw shade on, uh, on candidate Trump's promise to bring back manufacturing jobs. Remember this? Well, well how, how exactly going to do that? How, how, what is that going to do? There's no answer to it, Obama said. He just says, well, well, I'm going to negotiate a better deal. Well, well, how, how exactly are we going to negotiate that? What magic wand do you have? And usually the answer is he doesn't have one. Yeah, apparently he found that magic wand, right? Manufacturing jobs are through the roof. Unemployment's low. Unbelievable. And then on top of all that, what did Trump do? He reversed a half century of trade betrayals. We're not going to be stupid, he says, people anymore. The truth is it didn't take a magic wand. It just took political will. But if you listen to our elites, you'd think the loss of American manufacturing was an unstoppable mystery of nature, like whatever caused the dinosaurs to go extinct. Donald Trump understood that the mass offshoring of American jobs, just like our insane trade deficits, was the conscious effort of a half century of globalist economic and pol foreign policy decisions that put Americans last. Following the Second World War, we allowed our allies to take advantage of our open market with trade agreements that hurt us and enrich them. These policies made sense during the Cold War as a mean to provide economic assistance to our allies recovering from the ravages of World War and staving off the spread of Soviet communism. But the Cold War is over, and the American economy has been hollowed out at the expense of a globalist world order that cares nothing for the human cost when transnational corporations abandon one country after another in search of cheaper labor to exploit. So we've reversed the trade, Mexico, Canada, the UK, we're watching all this, but the big one, slaying the dragon, China. For decades, Democrats and Republicans passively, and probably even actively, abetted the rise of the greatest existential threat to America, China. Donald Trump is the first president to actively push back against the authority, uh, yeah, I can never say that word, communist regime that has been stealing our intellectual property, violating trade rules, manipulating its currency, dumping products on our shore to wipe out our industries, occupying territory it has no right to, threatening to destroy sovereign nations, throwing its own people into concentration camps, and co colonizing the develop developing world through a predatory debt scheme. China is engaged in long-term warfare against us, and our own politicians gave aid and comfort to our enemy by selling out American manufacturing. That's right. Our ruling class endangered America's national security by allowing our country to be de-industrialized. 
Their globalist offshoring and trade policies destroyed America's domestic manufacturing capacity to the point where we are now dependent on China to supply vital components for our military aircraft, tanks, and weapon systems. They put our national defense at the mercy of a communist regime hell-bent on world domination. And what China didn't steal from us, they bought out with the assistance of our financial sector. As you know, quote, Rick Manning says, we are basically, basically inventing the tools that will be used to destroy us by foreign competitors who will steal them, manufacture them, and then sell them to us for 10 cents on the dollar or point them at us and say surrender. Trump didn't start this war with China, but he's the only one trying to win it. Everyone, everyone else is busy convincing us to surrender. Trump's opening salvo was to impose tariffs on foreign steel and aluminum to protect our national security because a viable manufacturing base requires a domestic steel industry. China was dumping steel below the price it cost them to make it for the sole purpose of driving our industry out of business. Despite one bogus sky is falling Wall Street Journal headline after another, Trump stood his ground and threw down those tariffs. The free trade fundamentalists were wrong. Trump's tariffs worked, and a lot of Americans were able to get back to work. Since then, Trump has levied tariffs on China's, China's exports and pressured U.S. companies to move their supply chains out of China in an effort to end the unfair trade practices and industrial policy that China has followed for decades. These measures have put intense pressure on the Chinese economy, particularly its manufacturing sector, as shown by industrial production falling to its weakest level in 17 years. Chinese companies have paid for the tariffs by lowering prices, and the Chinese currency has fallen in value, making imported goods more expensive for its consumers. Meanwhile, China's neighboring U.S. allies are benefiting by exporting more to the U.S. See, they didn't think this could be done. They didn't want it to be done. The left believes America should run around apologizing. They believe that we're inferior. They want a globalist-type system. They want it. And now for the key, key ingredient of all of this, sovereignty, citizenship. Remember, build the wall. Remember building the wall? Well, Trump's restoring American sovereignty and citizenship. He says, quote, without strong borders, we don't have a country. You'd think that was a fair, uncontroversial statement. Think again. Polling shows the American public agrees with Trump's border and immigration policies. But the political class and its corporate donors have fought him every step of the way as he's worked to reform the nation's immigration system from a decades-long status quo where border directives, visa programs, and economic policy have benefited foreign nationals and transnational corporations over American workers. <clears throat> Excuse me. The Trump administration has increased prosecutions of illegal aliens to a two-decade high, driven up wages for blue-collar American workers by tightening the labor market through immigration enforcement, shifted economic power from businesses to workers, and enforced... A Clinton-era, yeah, you heard me right, Bill Clinton-era, regulation to prevent welfare-dependent immigrants from permanently resettling in the U.S., saving taxpayers billions. None of this has been easy. Cheap labor corporate interests who benefit from exploiting foreign labor at the expense of American workers and left-wing open borders groups have targeted Trump's immigration policies from the moment he took office. 
As Michelle Malkin detailed in her latest book, the massive Central American migrant caravans journeying to our border were bolstered by globalist interests, left-wing activists, and religious institutions that advocate for illegal aliens. We've had migration surges in the past, but these massive caravans were clearly well-organized efforts to test or embarrass the Trump administration. The crisis was compounded by years of failure from Clinton, Bush, and Obama administrations to secure agreements with Central America and Mexico to stem the flow of illegal immigration and asylum-seeking migration at the southern border. And at the heart of the current migration crisis is an obscure loophole in our immigration law that prevents U.S. officials from keeping a minor in detention for more than 20 days, which is not enough time to adjudicate an asylum case. That policy means that anyone coming to our border with a child in tow has, in effect, a get-out-of-jail-free card, incentivizing the exploitation of children by human traffickers. <laughs> when the Trump administration tried to adhere to the letter of the law by keeping the adults in detention and allowing the children to leave, Trump was accused of kidnapping children and running concentration camps. Every action by Trump to fix this problem has been countered by activist judges blocking his reforms, politicians refusing to pass a law to close the asylum loophole or give him the humanitarian funding he needs to care for the migrants, and the hysterical accusations from open border people who pretend to care about the migrants while turning a blind eye to the horrific abuse they endure at the hands of the criminal cartels trafficking them across our border. I mean, it's amazing. Trump's gotten Mexico to work with us. Trump's gotten Mexico to secure the southern border, even more than the Democrats want to do. Trump's gotten the help that he needs, and now look where we're at. And once again, look at all the stuff that Trump's done. And, and, and here's here's another big one. I mean, these things go on and on. I'm going to hit a few more points because I'm just about done with this article, and I want to get to one more piece here before I run out of time. Trump has pretty much destroyed the caliphate. Remember ISIS? They had a caliphate spanning over 100,000 square kilometers in Syria and Iraq, with a population of 12 million and $2 billion in annual revenue from seized oil wells. When they weren't raping women, burning people alive in cages, beheading Christians, and blowing up ancient churches, they were inspiring Islamic terror attacks in Europe and America. The Democrats told us to get used to the beheadings, etc. They said it was the new normal. Trump disagreed. He armed our Kurdish allies to fight these sickos. And then he carpet-bombed their caliphate into oblivion, which had the added benefit of reducing suicide attacks in the West because Islamists no longer felt the need to pledge allegiance to the caliphate by committing martyrdom. Trump made the whole world safer by eradicating this religious symbol that Obama allowed to fester. Trump also reduced the U.S. refugee admissions to a historical low, as he promised instituted a constitutional travel ban to end legal immigration from terrorist-sponsored countries, which reduced the ability of ISIS members to get into our country. Does anyone seriously think the caliphate would be gone if a Democrat still occupied the office? No more stupid wars for oil, thanks to Trump. All the above energy policy, the U.S. surpassed Russia and Saudi Arabia to become the world's largest producer of crude oil, making us less vulnerable to Middle East political turmoil such as Iran's recent attack on that Saudi facility. During the Bush years, the left channel no war for oil. Thanks to Trump, we don't have to go to war for oil. And he's resisted launching more wars in the Middle East, despite plenty of provocation and encouragement. Instead, he supported our allies and put our enemies on notice. And what did he do? Withdrew out of Syria. We talked about that this morning. And the final, final point 
of this article. 11 pages, by the way. If you want to go read this, it's amazing. It says, uh, it's Rebecca Mansour. It was written yesterday. Mansour, while Democrats pursue impeachment, President Trump builds impressive record of accomplishments. Here's the final piece to all this. Donald Trump is draining the swamp. We may not see it as fast as we want. We live in a microwave society, but the swamp is getting drained. Beneath all the nonsense about impeachment and resistance is the desperate longing of our political class to go back to the world before Donald Trump changed everything. A world rigged against the interest of everyday Americans. That thing we call the swamp, the political establishment on the right and left, would love to set the clock back to the days before Trump descended his golden escalator and ruined their racket. Take away Trump, what does the political landscape look like? On the left, we have hysterics who think the world is coming to an end every time a hurricane strikes. When they're not enforcing speech codes to bankrupt anyone who disagrees with them, they're ruthlessly just gutting our history to to erase everyone who did anything at any time that we now consider problematic, regardless of what their person's motives were or what the contemporary sensibilities were. They love socialism just like they love undocumented immigrant nannies and gardeners, so long as these policies don't interfere with their own wealth. When they're not obsessing about transgenderism, intersectionalism, and providing benefits to everyone but their own fellow countrymen, they're dreaming of a world without airplanes, hamburgers, muscle cars, and babies. On the right, we have free trade, kamikazes, totally divorced from reality, reciting platitudes about the glories of unfettered capitalism while the Wall Street benefactors strip mine our industries and sell them to China who for their part have re-engineered the opium wars. We send them our supply chains. They send us fentanyl to zombify the masses while they partner with our elites to rob us blind. When we complain about the loss of jobs, they told us to enjoy the cheap products that were coming from China at Walmart and learn to code. When the right is in invading countries or lecturing us about the national debt, which they've done nothing to reduce and are only too happy to run it up if it means giving their donors a tax cut. And they're devising ways to reform the pension and medical fund that American workers have paid into their entire adult lives. Because if you're Paul Ryan, nothing says electoral landslide like promising to gut Social Security and Medicare. They call themselves conservatives, but they failed to conserve our jobs, our communities, our defense supply chain, our culture, our religious heritage, our freedom of speech, and our country's borders. This is the idiotic shell game Donald Trump upended. Again, consider the record. To fight the opioid crisis, Trump signed into law the Support Act, the largest legislative package in history addressing a single drug crisis. He also beefed up, beefed up funding for drug treatment, cracked down on prescription drug abuse, and pressured China to cease its fentanyl trafficking as a requirement of any trade deal. Trump got us out of the bogus Paris Climate Agreement. That's enough said. He signed an executive order defending free speech on college campuses. Universities now risk losing federal funding if they, if they fail to uphold the First Amendment. He's approaching constitutional conservatives to the federal judiciary. He's appointing at a record pace, recently reaching 150 appointees. That's fantastic. He picked two good Supreme Court justices. And if you don't think the Kavanaugh hearings were crazy enough, just wait till you see what happens if he gets to pick another one. Despite Democrats' refusal to work with him on nonpartisan health care reform, Trump signed executive orders that have helped lower drug prices for the first time in half a century, keep health insurance premiums, which skyrocketed under Obama, uh, under Obama relatively stable, and finally, his Department of Justice has launched an antitrust probe against big tech giants who are busy censoring conservatives, violating our privacy, and interfering in our elections. In fact, 
Trump has brought global attention to the problem of Silicon Valley's political bias and censorship, raising the status of the issue in American public discourse and in a speech before the United Nations. This list could go on and on, but you get the picture. Now, we do know that what is going to happen here over time, it was an abuse of power when Joe Biden, father of Hunter, threatened to withhold loan guarantees from Ukraine if the country didn't fire the prosecutor investigating his son. Joe Biden's kid glove treatment of China, while his son's firm was getting $1.5 billion sweetheart deal from the state-owned Bank of China, was a betrayal of his office and put our national security at risk. How do you like those buzzwords, Dems? The Democrat media complex wants you to ignore everything that's been listed in this article. But no matter what they say, you cannot ignore what Trump has done. He has been winning for America, while the Democrat media complex has been plotting revenge against him for their loss. <clears throat> they look like fools on November 8th of 16, and they will never forgive him for that or risk it happening again. <laughs> Here we go. And, and that leads us up to what's going on and the things that Trump's doing. But I want to let you know, head over to scarsandstripescoffee.com. Got to get them in today. Head over to thematlockshow.com. There's t-shirts up there. There's hats up there. You can um, sign up for my newsletter. I just sent that out a couple days ago. We're working on some things behind the scenes. So uh, you're going to want to be part of that newsletter because I tell you things I don't tell you here. And there's a reason for that. If you sign up, I'm going to give you tidbits you can't get here. That's the way the newsletter works. So if you head over to thematlockshow.com, sign up for that newsletter, you're going to get things that you're not going to hear on this show or America's Voice on the Lock and Load television show or anything like that. So do that now. But head over to thematlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E. Click on that Scars and Stripes coffee link that I've got there on the page. First of all, you get great coffee. It's great coffee. Drinking it this morning. Secondly, you're going to help empower a veteran. And you know where my heart's at there. I'm an ambassador for SaveTheBrave.org. That's a 501c3. You can check that out. It's on my website as well. But Scars and Stripes is a veteran-owned company. They empower veterans and, and, and they hire them. They give them an e-commerce platform, and they allow them to be an entrepreneur. They put them in small groups, which helps them, not only mentally, but also business-wise. Gives them a mission, helps them do the things they do. They can become entrepreneurs. They can make money. It's a fantastic company. Go check it out. The link's at my page, thematlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E, that's Scars and Stripes. Or you can go to Scars and Stripes Coffee. Dot com. Do it today. Guys, that's it for today. I've got about a minute. I want to tell you big things coming. Big, 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 big announcement coming Friday. You're, you're going to want to, I'm going to drop some hints throughout the week. We're going to play a little, we're going to play a few games here, but uh, big things are coming. And, and I have to tell you, it's all because of you. I want to personally thank every one of you who listen, who share, who follow the program, who get their, you know, their facts. They get their information from me. I'm humbled. I'm honored. And I appreciate it more than you'll ever know. And as I've said to you before, we're growing exponentially. I mean, we are growing at an unbelievable pace. I'm going to be on uh, the Chad Prather Show again this week. So you're going to check that out. I'll drop that link as uh, it happens. So you'll know there. It was a great, it's a great show. We're going to talk about some things that are uh, non-political. And so had a good time there, but going to be on the Chad Prather show there this week. I'll let you know when that drops. I'm heading to Miami for AmpFest this week with America's Voice News. So you'll be able to check that out. Make sure you catch me live. I'll be there from that convention talking to all kinds of people, I hope. It's going to be a good thing. So check that out. But more importantly, 
if I could ask anything from you today, please share with just one person. If you share with, excuse me, if you share with just one person, just one, you will double the audience. Let's help get the word out. Let's help grow the Matlock show. I'm doing a lot of things this week. Got the big announcement on Friday. Things are coming. Need your help. Tell people you want to listen to the Matlock show this Friday. And you can find me where all podcasts are at. Google Podcast, iTunes, iHeart, Stitcher, Spotify, you name it. Spreaker.com. If you want to go over and follow me on Spreaker, that would be fantastic. But let everybody know. Share, share, share. It's Monday. It's unbelievable. It's going to be a great week. Got a great, great week for you. Better pay attention Friday. Only got four more days. I'm telling you, you're not going to want to miss it. All right, guys, that's it. Share, share, share. Find me all places you can find me for today. The Matt Lock Show is out. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Introducing the Capital One Walmart Rewards Card. Earn unlimited 5% back on everything you buy at Walmart online. It's the perfect card for all your family's hints this holiday season. Like 5% back on the air fryer Grandpa told you about when he fell asleep in his chair. He didn't fry anything. Or 5% back on the laptop your sister had carolers sing to you. Two turtledoves and a laptop for Carrie. The Capital One Walmart Rewards Card. Earn unlimited rewards, including 5% back at Walmart Online. What's in your wallet? Terms and exclusions apply. Capital One Gen A.